Hello. Hello. And welcome to another episode of Tacos and Tequila. I'm Peyton. I'm Sydney. And today we have quite a conundrum for you. Oh, look <laughs> at you. I was so excited to say that word. I was like prepared. <laughs> I love that. I think that's a really good word. It's kind of, it's a good mystery we have here. <laughs> Definitely a good mystery. I think that's a great word. I'm so happy that you found a word. (laughs) And it's a good word to kick off spooky season because that's what we're doing now. Happy October. (laughs) Happy October. Happy Halloween. (laughs) Uh, I've been ready for Halloween for like the last few weeks. So this is, you know, my time to shine. (laughs) Like the last six months, actually. (laughs) Yes, this is true. (laughs) I was buying Halloween stuff stuff and Jacob was like, it's not even September yet. And I was like, it's August 25th. We're almost there. (laughs) We're basically in September. So it's spooky season. And now no one can even complain because we're officially in October here. As soon as it gets like chilly though, like it's spooky season. Has it gotten chilly for you? Yes. Yes. It's so nice. It's as soon as it gets chilly, it's spooky season. The first leaf hits the ground, it's spooky season. <laughs> like, don't it, care if it's August, if it's <laughs> September. It was like 72. The first day it was like 72 is the high. I'm like, we're watching The Village by M. Night Shyamalan right now. And I have <sighs> pumpkin candles and I'm making Halloween funfetti cupcakes. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love this. <laughs> I'm like extra. <laughs> I haven't watched any, like, Halloween movies yet, but I have, like, a whole list of things I would like to do. I just haven't had the time, unfortunately, yet. You know, relatable. Our lives have been uh, (laughs) taking quite the turn. Yeah. (laughs) Good dash review. But, yeah, our lives have been pretty hectic. Uh, it's, It's okay. I will impress you right now and say that I have watched... A docu-series, true crime docu-series, and I know it's not, like, it's new to me. It's new as in it came out in the last, like, 30 to 60 days, and I've actually watched it. And it was the Sins sins of Our Mother. (laughs) Oh, my gosh, that one was so good. It's so good, and it's wild because I remember when it was all over headlines and, like, breaking Mm -hmm. news. uh, And I remember, like, following that case. So... It's a good I one. It's about to go to trial. Myself. They literally just announced that, like, the media is not allowed um, in the trial for it. So there won't be any cameras. That would be really interesting to see how it plays out. Mm-hmm. I'm very but I, intrigued. I remember, you know, the search. And I guess if anyone hasn't watched it or doesn't know the case, I don't want to, like, completely spoil it. But the spur- search for the kids I remember all of that being like national headlines and everyone following it and I listened to we talked about true crime podcast I listened to morbid and mm-hmm. they had were talking about it and giving updates like as it was happening so that was a big one it's definitely <laughs> and, a very bizarre case so yes check it out if you haven't watch the docuseries 
yeah. So I know I'm still behind on some others, but we're hoping, you know, I'll catch up eventually. (laughs) Well, watch the bling ring. That's actually next. I downloaded that all on my Netflix app so I can watch it. God, there's so much hot tea with it right now. I literally sent my sister. I walked into my sister's room yesterday and she was watching it. (laughs) She sent me a picture of the TV yesterday and was like, finally. And then. I literally, there's a bunch of tea that spilled this morning and, or last Ooh. night. And so I was sending her posts, and, but she hasn't responded yet. Okay. Well, uh, I guess, are you ready to dive right into this case? Then? I am. I'll let you uh, take it away. So Halloween is known for plenty of things. Um, everything spooky and creepy, all the way to dressing up and wearing these costumes. For college kids, I think the best part is just the Halloween party itself. Getting drunk, dressing up, going bar hopping. I think, Peyton, you would agree with me on this, right? (laughs) Yes, 100%. I think it's like especially when you're like college age it's like a lot of fun getting dressed up and going out it's not as fun now for me (laughs) to get dressed up and like go bar hopping but maybe that's because I officially feel old but I'm still like a big costume person so (laughs) I think the costumes in college were more fun than like growing up yeah like it's just it's a whole different experience I think like when you're college age drinking parties bar hopping all of that Yes. It's just a whole blast in a glass. Chris Jenkins was 21 years old. (laughs) What? Sorry, that's such a good way to put that. I've never (laughs) heard that phrase before. You haven't? (laughs) No. I feel like usually like people refer to people like that. Like she is a blast in a glass. I've literally (laughs) never heard that phrase and now I'm gonna use it all the time. Oh my gosh, yes, that's one of my favorite ones. Chris Jenkins was 21 years old and a University of Minnesota student on October 31st, 2002. Much like all the other college students, his Halloween night was filled with partying and drinking and dressing up in costume. Him and his friends spent part of their night at the Lone Tree Bar and Grill located in Minneapolis. He was dressed up as a American Indian, as the newspapers recall. Yikes. <laughs> yes. <Okay. laughs> um, I think the way that they uh, worded that was very poorly done. We'll, we'll accept it, I guess. Uh, hopefully we're a little more, I guess, politically corrupt. <laughs> <laughs> at some point in the night at the bar, there was a dispute that had occurred Well, he was drinking at the bar, and Chris was basically escorted out. This would be the last time that Chris was seen or heard from until four months later, his body was found floating on its back in the Mississippi River. Between Halloween and February, when Chris was found, the search for Chris had led bloodhounds to track Chris's scent from a a pizza shop, which was located across from the Lone Tree Bar, where Chris was last seen, to a parking garage. In this parking garage, there was also blood drops that were found, but the scent ended there. 
basically until his body was found in the river. So I just want to, I guess, mention the blood drops because there's really nothing else that gets brought up about this. And I feel like it's just a weird piece of information if there's blood in a garage. It just seems a little suspect to me. Yes, it seems very suspect to me. So it's definitely important to note because after discovering the body, police quickly felt that his death was basically just an accident. Which, of course, based on the obvious, um, his parents had felt that the death was actually a homicide that had occurred. Police ended up changing their minds on the accidental drowning, accidental death, um, when they found some alarming pieces of pieces of evidence. First, Chris was found on his back with his arms crossed across his chest. Um, his shoes were still on his feet, and his shirt was still tucked into his pants. If this would have been a drowning, you'd think that his clothes would have been probably a mess, like maybe a shoe was kicked off, um, his shirt's untucked, you know, and you're kind yeah, of... Yeah, that he, like, panicked at some point. Yeah, and even if, like, he fell off a bridge and, like, you know, drowned at that point, like, I still feel like something would be, it, it just seems a little bit off, and that's kind of what the police were thinking as well. Another I, key... Oops. Sorry, I was going to say, I agree, because I can imagine, like, if I'm drowning, you're, like, flailing. Yeah, that's what I would, you know literally, I mean? you're like, kicking my, your legs. Even though your shirt's tucked in, like, your shirt's not going to stay tucked in, like, that's weird to me. I also feel like, um, you know, I don't know if you've ever swam with your clothes on. This is something that we used to do in <laughs> swimming, like, to get the tread. But, like, it's heavy when your clothes are wet. So I think that there'd be a large chance of him, like, trying to rip a shirt off or, like, taking his jeans off or whatever it was anyway. Yeah. Because you're so heavy. And, like, you can't just kind of rip those items off. Especially, so for him, I mean, like... <laughs> For those of you not in the Midwest that don't know, like, Halloween night in the Midwest is cold. Like, even if that it was that night, you're you're cold in that water and you're freezing. Like, but I think my first instinct would be, like, to take my clothes off so I can swim, at least, mm-hmm. and try to get out of that water as quick as possible. I think that that definitely would be... Like, not out of the ordinary for anyone. Yeah. Also, the shoes. Like, you would think, like, oh, having yeah. <laughs> water in your shoes is, like, the most uncomfortable thing. And, like, I'm sure. Sh- very well. <laughs> you can't. No, like, that would be the first thing I would rip off and just chuck. Like, those are not staying on. Yeah. Not a chance. Agreed. <laughs> uh, another key piece of evidence that they had found was that Chris had human hair that was clenched in his left hand hand um which basically like it was like there was a clump of hair in his hand like maybe he had got into a fight with somebody or like was defending himself and ripped some hair out of this person and it was still in his hand which i also feel like if you go in the water alive and drown you're like again you're panicking you're trying to save yourself I can't imagine keeping a closed fist and, like, holding something. You know what I mean? Like, that's weird to me. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. And I also think, yeah, it just wouldn't stay in your hand. <laughs> it wouldn't stay in your hand. There's, There's no way, no way that it would hand. stay in your hand. Like, you needed to have gone into the lake 
with it already in your hand and you had already been deceased and then I just, just be floating there. I just want the record to show, too, that because we're not on video, so no one can see my action. <laughs> I am literally, I have a fist frailing around. Panic, yeah, like, close fist, like, flailing on my arms, like, I'm yes. trying to swim. And even if you, like, doggy paddle, you have a flat, open hand. Yeah, unless you're, like, literally just not using the hand. But that that wouldn't even be that would not even be realistic. Survive, yeah. Yeah, like that's not realistic at all. Just I'm gonna keep this hand closed. I'm only gonna use my other hand. Only gonna use my right hand. Just stresses me out. (laughs) So also suspects. And the last piece was that the date rape drug was found in his system. So the trifecta here. Um. The death went from an accident to a homicide rather quickly here. I do feel like, I, I guess at least the date, the date rate drug, like, it's almost, and I think I mentioned this again later too, but I don't want to say that, like, that right away gives, like, a homicide away because I feel like at college bars, like, you know, if something gets dropped in the wrong person's drink or something, like that wouldn't be uncommon but it's still pretty interesting that all three of these are found together yeah and it's also really interesting because i was always under the impression that like date rape drugs are usually out of your system within 24 hours mm-hmm. so if a toxicology report came back that it wasn't his system he definitely passed away within 24 hours of being dosed for that to even, like, show up. Yeah, yeah. So, I think that's really wild, too. <laughs> um, And, like, important to note. But, like you said, I don't think that necessarily... I it, I it To me, it doesn't necessarily mean it's correlated that his death or murder uh, with the drugging could necessarily be correlated no no and that's unfortunately yeah and that's like because if that would have been found by itself and like he there wouldn't have been you know the piece the hair and his arms crossed like i feel like it would have just been like okay maybe he just walked off the bridge or just fell in like unfortunately that's not uncommon in college bars and the college scene and like it could have been it got dropped into somebody else's drink that they were thinking it was like a girl that he was with and he actually drank out of it or, you know, a, a multitude. So that by itself really yeah. is just another little tidbit, I guess. I agree. There's also mention on the internet, we love the internet, um, of a police suspect and no charges had ever been pursued. All that really is mentioned of this man was he was incarcerated for another crime and he had knowledge of the crimes, the, like the crime scene location. And then that's kind of where the trail runs cold. I don't think that there was even a name that I could, I mean, I couldn't find a name, but I don't know if they ever even released yeah. a name. It was just kind of like, we have this guy that we're talking to. He seems to know more than he should, but also people like the incarcerated, the amount of people that are incarcerated that try to like, say that they committed other crimes in order to like help themselves in another case 
is yes i think gross is the best way of describing it like people are fucking weird and it's not uncommon it's so weird to me like the false confessions but it happens so often so often like very common i there was a story i had recently been reading about um and i can't remember who the victim was but it's like another cold case i'm pretty sure it's on my list in the future and i had just been kind of like reading into it and someone recently within the last like five years was like yeah that was me and it's like no the fuck wasn't dude like (laughs) what yeah there's some people that'll be like oh i did that and then you can like literally prove that they were living in another state or they were out of incarcerated or, like, or... Yeah, in jail or something and you're like why would you knew like that could be proven wrong people are fucking weird but there's really no additional details or facts of what occurred that night but there is a handful of theories that are out there which is really how i got intrigued by this case One theory, and truly, like, the largest, is the smiley face killer theory. Okay, and this is how I know the case. Yes! I didn't didn't know the case, but I had heard a little blurb about his case and his Christmas story because of the smiley Yes. Okay. Yeah, and it's it's literally crazy. That's, I'm pretty sure how it came to be for me, was that I was reading on this theory, (laughs) and then I saw some of the men that were involved like the victims that were involved in it and was like holy shit this is wild so i just kind of picked someone out of it and it was halloween related um i'm i'm glad because i want to hear this is like the big part i wanted to talk about (laughs) oh then i'm sure that this will be a nice rant for us okay sweet so if you're not familiar with this theory um there are deaths of nearly 40 male college students whose deaths have been ruled accidental drownings. And there's also said to be at least 12 smiley faces found where these bodies were placed in the water. There's literally, there, er, there literally was this string of drowning deaths in the Midwest, nine taking place in Wisconsin alone, and all at the exact same university. Um, there had been two retired New York City detectives, Tevin Gannon and Anthony do RJ who had coined this theory as they had discovered all these similarities between multiple cases but it said that the FBI has its doubts on this being the work of an actual serial killer but it also seems just too good to be true if it's not a serial killer situation so here's my theory let's hear it I think some of these cases are probably connected to each other. However, do I think all 40 are connected? Absolutely not. (laughs) Yeah, I think that that would be too good to be true. Correct. And I think they span too much of, like, an area, too much, like, like, there's no connections between literally anything to do with some of these victims except, like, being college-age males usually Mm -hmm. out drinking for the night and ending up in a body of water (laughs) it's true and Um, i think that it is important to know and you said you know the the locations so there was you know nine people that died at the same university um i think it was lacrosse in wisconsin which like that 
makes sense to be connected. But then there's Correct. other ones in the Midwest, which would also make sense. And then there's like random ones in like New York and like over on the East Coast that East they Coast. are also like saying are together, which like that seems and like. And don't get me wrong, we know serial killers can like travel and stuff, but the fact oh, yeah. that there's like, I don't know, I feel like it's weird that it's happening in such a large span of time different areas I mean it could be like an employee that works at different <laughs> universities or something like that like there I mean it's not truck drivers yeah so I'm not saying it's impossible I think anything's possible I just don't believe it's probable I do think a large chunk of these probably unfortunately are like unrelated accidental deaths or accidental drownings Mm -hmm. Uh, whether people were involved or not I think maybe (laughs) most of these cases had like drinking involved and you know what I mean like they're college-age kids it's very unfortunate we had something really similar happen in Michigan where a kid went missing um, after a Michigan State game and he was missing for months and then he was found in the Red Cedar River was that recently yeah it was like within the last year yeah that's what I thought I remember that and there was a kid, um, like, when Morgan and I were in, at Parkside, and he had gone up to Milwaukee, and I think, you know, to ask Morgan, I don't know if she actually, like, knew him or what, but he'd gone up to Milwaukee and, like, basically walked off a bridge on an accident and just drowned in the lake, or, like, drowned in the river. And, like, for people who have never been in those areas, that might sound crazy, but, like, I'm familiar I don't with think the it is. River and yeah. the state campus. I can tell you personally, <laughs> um, there was definitely an incident where I was probably a little too close to falling in that water than I should have been, and I was not sober. <laughs> I feel um, like it, it is one of those things, though, like, if everything happens so quickly, you know, you think you, even if you know the area and know the situation, like, you trip really, you trip accidentally, somebody shoves you, like, it's well, gonna... you gotta think, some of these people, too, and like some of these kids in these cases are probably 21, 22, or not quite 21 yet. And mm-hmm. so, out drinking and getting really, you know, <laughs> to that next level of drinking, especially, you know, after a Halloween party, after other parties, frat parties, or, you know, sporting events, like the Michigan State cases after a Michigan State football game, and... Whether you're familiar with the area or not, I mean, think of it. How many times have you been out drinking and you, like, stumble and fall? I mean, Every time. <laughs> I was going to say, Sydney is infamous for waking up with bruises and not knowing where any of them came from. <laughs> like, these are big bruises, guys. Like, these aren't, like, oh, like, I just I'm walked into sure it. She gave herself a concussion the one time I was there, but. <laughs> I definitely gave myself a concussion. My head is fucked from that. Still, I think. Uh, but, like, it's not, it's very unfortunate, but it's not far-fetched to think that some of these are accidental drownings. Mm-hmm. But some of these cases do have very sketchy circumstances. Some of these smiley face murders where we know, you know, they're found in the water, say, six, like this case, six months later, right? They're found six months later. 
but their body and decomposition says they've only been dead for like two or three months like that's That's, suspicious that's what was cases that are like that and that's what i think is weird and like the way that the body's found so we had mentioned you know the fistful of hair he's got his arms crossed like he's not in a position for someone that was struggling so it almost seems like it just got dumped there later which is correct in my wild. opinion too wild because like like i said some of these i think are very there are very questionable circumstances around some of these cases and the 40 plus deaths that are associated with the smiley face murders I'd say probably at least half of them are very suspicious from what I've, like, read. Yeah. Like, oh, a yeah. clump of hair and a closed fist in a body that's been in the water for six months. Sorry, four months in this case. But, like, that's so wild to me. Yeah, something definitely doesn't add up there for sure. Yeah. I'm really glad this was your th- one of your theories because I was like, this has got to be how she... <laughs> this, I want to talk about this case because that was like Absolutely. my biggest piece was this my face murder <laughs> because so many people also think these two detectives are like crazy yeah there's a lot when if you <laughs> if you look up the theory and like there's people that are like there's no fucking way like they're pulling teeth with this one and I'm like I don't think so though I think some t- some of these cases they might be grasping at straws but I think a lot of them should be included. I think so. And also, it's the the mere fact that, like, we don't know. No one knows. These are unsolved cases. So, like, getting some sort of theory or trying to figure out an explanation for them, like, they are getting these cases. Well, they're looking at these cases more in depth. So, hopefully, they are able to see something and get some of these solved. So, whether it's a far-fetched theory on the case or not... There's at least someone's actively working to do something with them. I concur. Um, yeah. I also wanted to mention, so similar, but not to be confused with the the happy face or the confirmed smiley face killer, because I feel like people are gonna be like, oh, what yeah. the fuck? So Keith um Jesperson was the happy face, smiley face killer that has been confirmed is still oh, in jail. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure. But this is a theory that has a similar name. So just noting that. Not the like serial killer, spree killer, whatever he was. I don't remember what he was. I think serial killer. Yeah, I think he killed, he killed like his wife or, because I had watched one of like a show on ID on him where his daughter talked. Oh yeah, he's classified as a serial killer in Canada. Canadian American serial killer. So not in Canada, in the U.S., but he's originally from Canada. Oh. So some other theories that are out there besides basically the most famous and the most what seems realistic in my head theory. Um, The other things that are out there is it being like some sort of gang related death or that there was some sort of a dispute that was leading to death. Or really that it might have actually been like an accidental suicide or an accidental drowning. Um, there is mention. So in the beginning, we had mentioned I had mentioned that um, there was a dispute. He was kicked out of the bar. So there was an incident that had happened at the bar and he was removed from the bar. 
Um, there's some different stories out there. It, it kind of seems like no one's really for sure or whoever does know isn't giving that information out. Um, that Chris had gotten into some sort of dispute with like a security guard and that like his girlfriend had something to do with the security guard. Um, so that was why he was thrown out. There's just a handful of kind of different mentions of that, but it's not a hundred percent accurate. It also could have been, you know, that there was a dispute with his girlfriend and then there was mention of like him going outside and basically committing suicide and jumping off the bridge himself. Not a hundred percent positive on either of those, but they are out there. Yeah, and they're all like possibilities, I think. Um, I don't think that anything should be necessarily like ruled out unless we can for sure. Mm-hmm. I just think that there are a lot of questionable things. <laughs> so many uh questionable things. It's just very yeah. strange. Um, so there was the drugs in the system. We could kinda already talked about that. There's always that chance that it ends up in the wrong person's drink. And then, yeah. you know, maybe he did just walk off, fall down like the hill and fall tumble into the river. Like there's a well, multitude of ways like, that could have happened. And just, like, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I think we're not saying a hundred percent like, oh, he for sure was murdered. No, there's like definitely other things. No, we definitely don't know. If we knew, we wouldn't be explaining this as an unsolved case. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I would have a complete the way we're talking about. No. If I knew the answer, I would have a completely different profession than I currently do. Same. <laughs> I'd also probably be really rich. Also, would probably be very rich. <laughs> currently, bank account says otherwise. Sorry. <laughs> um. So that's really all I got for the theories. There. Do you have any additional theories? Otherwise, I have. Nope. Okay. So Chris's mom, Jan Jenkins, had wrote a book. I did not read the book, but I did put it in my Amazon list. It's uh, Footprints of Courage. And this provides more of like an inside scoop, apparently, to the investigation. Um, at least that's what it says in the description. <laughs> Jan also has a leadership and coaching program online which is called Legacy of Courage and this appears to kind of be built around Chris um, as there's this huge section that's dedicated to honoring Chris and telling more about him. So I do want to share as like my final little piece um, something that I had mentioned about Chris. It says that he was well known for his vibrant spirit, kind heart, talent on the lacrosse field, and intelligence in the classroom. Chris Jenkins was the kind of friend you could depend on at any time, anywhere, for any reason. I thought that was a nice little piece on him. I think so, too. I like when we end on those good, positive, like, quotes to the people, because I think it's important that it's not just a case, it's a person we're talking about. Yes, Uh and, like, these aren't people... Nine times out of ten, these aren't people that, you know, we knew. We never had the opportunity to meet them. Um, I'm sure as listeners, that there's a handful of you out there that are going to be in the same boat as us. So I think it is important to kind of see who someone is as a person when they yeah. uh, with their time on Earth. I agree. Yeah, I think uh, every now and then you find, well, 
not every now and then, but it always impresses me when you hear those stories of someone losing someone either in like a horrific way or some sort of like tragic way or something. And the family just like goes on to do these amazing things. It's just, it's very mind blowing to me because (laughs) I don't know. And I don't think that would ever be me. No, um, I just Same. I don't know if I would have that in me and like his mom being the type of woman that she is and going on to do the things she has done is just like really impressive to me personally. Yeah. And it's like you said, like it's not uncommon at all. Like people literally like dedicate their lives then to like doing these programs and like getting the word out about their loved ones. They'll go and get laws passed. They'll go and speak at schools and like. It's crazy. I could not even imagine doing any of that. Same. We can barely keep up with the podcast. I don't know. <laughs> I'm... Listen. <laughs> Sydney and I were doing so well, everyone. We were, like, weeks in advance. Like, our last episode, we recorded, like, three weeks before it came out. And now <laughs> we're literally recording two days before this episode comes out. Things are not going well. It's... <laughs> it's great it's fine everything's fine (laughs) everything is fine I'm really happy you said that though because I was actually talking to someone yesterday and they're like oh you know I've been listening to the podcast and you know you said you're like three weeks ahead or something and I was like yeah we were three weeks (laughs) ahead we are no longer three weeks ahead thank you Um, for noticing yeah we've had a series of like I don't even want to make it like lighthearted and say a series of unfortunate events I don't no else to categorize it that's exactly Um, what it was (laughs) but life gets really hard for everyone I think and unfortunately we've had a lot of really rough a rough go of things lately on both sides it's not just me it's not just you no which is crazy Um, yeah it's very wild so we're just kind of hanging in there bear with us um (laughs) I I actually almost suggested skipping a week still, too, but with it being spooky month, I think, I don't know, October's a fun month to do cases, like, it's, in my opinion, so I have, like, I have two, I picked two really good cases, at least that I think, in October, and I was like, man, I just kind of don't want to (laughs) skip. No, if we're going to skip, it's going to be, like, later. It might be a little shorter, but, yeah. But, like, you know, stay tuned. Maybe in November we won't be able to get caught up and may need to skip a week or two when uh, <laughs> this little baby makes his appearance. But we'll see. We'll worry about that when the time comes. We'll keep everyone updated. But we appreciate your support. <laughs> that's for sure. Yes, definitely appreciate it always. Um, I did want to say, and I was going to text you about this yesterday, but I wanted to give a shout out to... Um, Tammy this is one of my mom's friends I had seen her yesterday and she literally talked to me for like 20 minutes about the podcast and how much she loves the podcast and how it's her favorite podcast like she looks at it like she listens to Crime Junkie and she's like basically like I look forward to episodes I listen to every single episode and she was so excited and I told her I was gonna give her a shout out for giving such great feedback and oh my yes, god that's, that's so sweet she Thank was you, so excited we love some positive feedback especially 
like we said, life's been rough. So anything that's like positive, we really could use all the encouragement, I think, right now. Exactly. <laughs> so that's super sweet. Thank you. And I guess before we go, we have some jokes and facts, right? Of course we do. Do you want... I have a joke for you. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, and I think this is something we should do this whole month. I'm going to give you a Halloween dad joke. But I'm going to let you, I, I guess you can pick if you want me to go first or you go first. Okay, I'll do mine. And then you can end with the Halloween joke. So we end on okay. a spooky note. Okay. <laughs> do you want, so do you want, do you want a fact and then we'll do two, the jokes? Or do you want yeah, joke, let's, fact, let's joke? Yeah, let's do the fact first. Avocados are a fruit, more specifically a berry. Because it's a large berry with a single seed. Oh my god. <laughs> I was mind blown. That is very mind blowing. It actually really stresses me out. <laughs> That's a, anything where it's like uh, a fruit or veggie and it doesn't seem right, it really it it bothers me. Like I think about it often when I'm staring out into space. <laughs> Well, there's, like, a lot of fruits or vegetables that, like, you classify as a vegetable, but it's actually a fruit or vice mm-hmm. versa. That's which really is, stressful to me. It's just dumb. I think yeah. avocado, like, I, the fruit part I don't even think is necessarily what. It's the berry that's, like, what? Yeah, that's weird. It doesn't fit the bill. <laughs> Not at all. Okay, and hit me with the joke. <laughs> my mom texted me this one. So anytime she texts me one, I just always add it in because it just makes my life easier instead of going and finding one. Um, <laughs> what's a chip's favorite dance? What? The salsa. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> I think I'm going to use this joke then that will go with this very well. Oh, goodness. What's a mummy's favorite type of music? What? Rap. (laughs) (laughs) So we have two types of music categories. (laughs) I love it. Music. But, you know, salsa music, salsa food. Dancing. (laughs) Yeah, you know. (laughs) Rap, food. (laughs) <laughs> I love it I appreciate it I can't wait for the rest of the month to hear more <laughs> they're gonna be just as cheesy so I love a good cheesy joke <laughs> well folks you can find us on Facebook tacos and tequila podcast on Instagram it's just tacos and tequila we also have a website, tacosandtequiliapodcast.com. That was a couple weeks behind, but I just got it all caught back up. So there you can find links to every episode on Spotify, as well as all our sources, summaries, cute pictures of us as kids. I mean, maybe we can update and add some more because I just want some good little Peyton pictures. So <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I, I've actually had a a handful of good ones that have come across in the last couple of weeks. So yes, we should definitely do that. I'll have to send you some this week. Sounds good. <laughs> we'll maybe update and uh, share with everybody then. 
that would be cool super awesome (laughs) and if you're listening on spotify or apple podcasts make sure that you leave a rating and or review helps us get noticed it's cool to see what you guys like and it just is really great altogether to get that notification that there's a new one that pops up Absolutely. And I think we recently got another review. So, I mean, we love to see them. (laughs) Um, Yeah. You don't even have to, like, really say anything. You can just leave a five star. That's greatly appreciated. If you want to comment, even better. (laughs) But it also, like Sydney said, helps us get noticed by other and, like, recommended by other people to other people who listen to similar category podcasts. So, definitely. Ratings and reviews are welcome. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Awesome. Are we forgetting anything else? I don't think so. I don't think so either. So I guess, folks, we will talk to you next week then. Bye. Bye. Ha 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 ha!